it's time to walk away. It's time to start something new. And this is what excites you. It excites me. I get excited to start something new. And knowing that I am here to create, blossom, grow, walk away. And it's a legacy. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Hi, my beautiful gals, and welcome back to another phenomenal episode of The Get Up Girl. I always start my shows by saying thank you so much. I'm so incredibly grateful. And by reading one of your amazing reviews, one of your five-star reviews and written reviews on Apple Podcast. And today's review goes out to, now you got to bear with me because this one's a little fun handle, Jaira F. Which dit sit jidit. I don't know if that's like a joke, but it's a J Y R E F W H D C J I T. So if you're like, yeah, that's me, please DM me on Instagram and say, hey, that's who I am. And I will send you out some swag. We got some really cool Get Up Girl sweatshirts, and I will be sending out to you. And this review is called can't get enough, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. I've been a client of Joanna's through her Fit Factor Fitness Gym and now her Live Fully Academy program. And truly, I can't get enough of her. Oh, I love you. She's such an amazing, inspirational, motivational person. This podcast embodies all of this and much more. She truly makes you self-reflect and ask yourself hard questions that are necessary in life. I love her podcast, and I think everybody should listen to it. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I am so incredibly grateful. Please write your Apple podcast reviews. And remember, for every star, we're kind of climbing up there. I donate $1 to OurRescue.org, and they help save children and adults from human trafficking all over the world. And they're doing phenomenal work and anything that I can, you know, help them. And then you can help me by giving me a star on Apple Podcasts and a five star would be amazing. And by doing that, that helps the algorithm in order to get the podcast out to more people so that you understand. So if you're like, oh my gosh, this is great information. Perfect. Please give it a review so that more people can see it. Let's jump into the chat. Today is all about how to cope with the death of a business. So my fellow business owners out there, uh, I've noticed that a lot more people are going into a side hustle, going into starting their own business if you haven't been a business owner before COVID. And for our business owners before COVID, right, you're maybe changing, you're shifting, you're reimagining your businesses, and maybe there was a death of one of your businesses. And maybe you've had a death of a business before COVID. And so I really want to talk about what it's like to be the mother of a business, to birth a business, and then have it die. And I like to explain it this way to, I guess, 
give it some validity to my girls that do not own a business because, and this, you know, owning a business is not for everybody. Okay. So I do want to really put that out there. It's if you try it and you're going, oh, this is not for me. Cool. As long as you tried it, this is, uh, it's a different beast and it's a different muscle that I think that you create as you start and have a business. So I do want to preface that. And what I've noticed is that when there's a death in a business, at least for myself, and I'm speaking from my own interesting point of view, is that it feels like the death of a child. Now, look, I've never given birth to a human baby. I've only given birth to business babies. And they are my babies because I do not have human children. So that is the closest to me. And I totally get that they're different. And that's what I know as my children. And I raise them and I I build them and I grow them. And then, you know, they either, you I sell them or they come to an end. And sometimes they come to an end and sometimes they die. And it feels like there's a different difference when I have a death of a business instead of like it just ends and I want to end it and I'm over it. It feels very different. So I've had, I would say in my own personal opinion, uh, I've probably had over 20 businesses in the last 20 something years. And that would be a great podcast. So side note, I am making a little list to talk about, you know, all the different businesses that I've had but with all those businesses, I've probably had two deaths that were very hard on me. And the first one was my dance studio. And the difference between the death of my dance studio and then the second one was just now the Fit Factor studio. They were both brick and mortars. And it, what I'm noticing is that the brick and mortars have more oomph in my heart and more hurt than the other ones because a brick and mortar is there. You see it, you drive to it, you walk into it, you have keys, people walk into it. It's changing people's lives in a different trajectory than if it's like an online business. People really put roots down into your brick and mortar. So when it dies, it's it's pretty devastating, right? So when the dance studio when I walked away from that business and I sold the majority of the business, I did it extremely unconsciously. And I was scared. I was embarrassed. I didn't want people to know that I didn't want to do it anymore. And so I walked away like a little girl. And I'm still really shameful for that. And so now closing the Fit Factor Studio, I really wanted to be conscious in walking away from this business. And that was my biggest takeaway from that. But both businesses, when they when there was the death in each business, was very hard on me. And it's still, it's not as hard the fitness studio. I think because I'm more evolved as a human being, it's 10 years later than, you know, my, you know, gosh, I was in my early 30s at the dance studio and I was not as evolved as I am now. And um, so that was a big takeaway. But here's what I did. The first thing was I surround myself with others that have been through it before. Because when I would tell others about how I was hurt about the business and that 
you know, I was sad. They didn't get it. You know, they're like, oh, you're fine. You're going to do something new. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. But it still hurts, right? I mean, gosh, I just driving by and looking at it and knowing people were still going to it, but it wasn't mine was extremely difficult. And, but when I surrounded myself with other business owners that had closed a business or walked away from a business and they're like, Oh, Joanna, you got this. It was different hearing it from them and always hearing their stories at a higher trajectory than I was made me feel comfortable, but not comfortable in a way where you know, then I didn't stretch and grow, but comfortable as, and I felt like I was at home and I was like, yeah, you're right. This is just one chapter and I'm going to go into a new chapter. And that's what that closure is. And what I've realized is that when I surround myself with people that lift me up, then I am the other that is being lifted. For example, if I surround myself with five business owners that, that are successful, I will be the sixth. If I surround myself with five people that are millionaires, I will be the sixth. If I surround myself with five people that are uplifting, I will be the sixth. But if I surround myself with five people that are comfortable and not stretching and not growing and not doing things that are taking them out of their comfort zone, I will be the sixth that is comfortable. So that's the first thing that I realized. So I didn't tell my sadness or the hurt to other people that didn't get it. I told it to the ones that would get it and then they would lift me up. Second thing is, I know that I'm a creator. I know that I am a born entrepreneur. I know that I was put on this planet to create businesses and I was not put here on this earth to create one business and then stay there for 40 years. I am here to create and to create and to create and that I actually get bored if I'm not creating all the time. And so that's also my Achilles because I like, I want to create, I want to create. And I'm like, well, focus on one Joanna until you create the next one. But that was the biggest thing that I learned. I'm like, it's time to walk away. It's time to start something new. And this is what excites you. It excites me. I get excited to start something new. And knowing that I am here to create, blossom, grow, walk away. And it's a legacy. There's a legacy there in order to hire people and then they take it on and I move on and I do new things. And I really think that's a true entrepreneur because you have business owners, you have solopreneurs, you have a side hustle, you have you know, all things of that nature. Then you have entrepreneurs. Then you have entrepreneurs that have employees. Then you have entrepreneurs that have brick and mortars. Then you have entrepreneurs that scale their business. There's so many layers of business owner. And I think sometimes when we're starting a business, we kind of already see that the highest one, right? And I'm like, no, you can start as high side hustle. That's a side business. And you're a business owner. You might be a solopreneur and you might be an affiliate on Amazon. But if you start something and that comes into a business, you are a business owner. And I really think in 2020, we are having more and more. And watch, in the next five to 10 years, we're going to have more and more business owners, side hustle business owners, and that also then grow into entrepreneurs, that grow into scaling their business and hiring more people and more people because it's different muscles when you're at different levels of entrepreneurship. And the third thing that I got is I now learn to end it with consciousness, to 
put on my big girl panties and walk away and end it with consciousness. And I've realized that I want to do that more with my relationships as well. I want to do that with everything when it comes to an ending, because what I get is that when I was younger and anything before, you know, today is younger, you know what I mean? That I would ghost. I would literally ghost employees or ghost my business or ghost clients because I was so shameful. I was so embarrassed. I couldn't walk away with my head held high. And this might be kind of cheesy, but I think of the the sitcom Seinfeld. And when they interviewed Jerry Seinfeld and his television show was doing great and then he ended it. And everybody's like, why are you ending it? You're like the number one television show. And this is what he said. He said, I want to end this while I'm on top. I don't want the show to die and then I end it. I thought that was freaking genius. So I think about that often when I have something, I want to walk away from it consciously and uh, purposefully. And that's what I did with the fit factor. That was the one mission that I had. I said, I'm going to close this business. And I am going to have a step process. I don't know how many steps I had, but little process of how I'm going to close this. I'm going to let everybody know in a video. Then I'm going to teach the last class. And then I'm going to take a picture and we're going to put it up. I mean, it was so minute, but there was a process. Because before 10 years ago, I would have just said, I'm closing. and would have left because I was so embarrassed. I had so much shame. And because I was sad, I was really, really, really sad for closing that business. And so when I closed the Fit Factor, I even had a Zoom call. It was a last, um, like we called it a last hoorah. And got everybody together and, you know, margaritas and a little toast to say, Thank you, everybody. I appreciate you. And we're bringing this this to a close. And I was so proud of myself. I'm like, wow, I've come a long way in 10 years. And that's as humans, we just keep growing and growing because when we stop growing, we die. And those are my takeaways of what you can do in order to cope with the death of a business. And knowing that when it closes and it hurts, that's totally normal. And if people don't get it, surround yourself with people who do. And the other thing is know what kind of entrepreneur you are, know what kind of business owner you are. And then are you a creator and are you ready to start new things and move on? Or are you the business owner that wants to have it for 40 years? And the last thing is end it with consciousness, end it with your big girl panties on, end it while you're on top, like Jerry Seinfeld, and when you feel good, rather than you walk away and it feels ugly. I think of it like a divorce. And rather than having a conscious divorce, you're ending that marriage with like such animosity. And I know what it feels like for the difference. And so my ask for you is that, you know, if there's a death of a business, maybe even coming up in COVID, that you choose to have a a conscious ending with it so that you don't take that toxicity with you because I took it with me with the dance studio and it didn't feel great. And again, I appreciate you for listening. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. And please, if there's anything on this podcast that spoke to you, please share it with a girlfriend, tag somebody, screenshot this and put it on your stories and tag me at Joanna Vargas official. I would be so incredibly grateful and please 
Have an amazing weekend. And remember, girls, to get back up. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.